Hi, and welcome to this week's 15-minute podcast that highlights couples' successes and challenges within the family. I am Dr. Lena Jackson-Lynch, host of Just Talking with Dr. Lena podcast. Each episode gives insight to everyday issues that brings clarity to relationship problems. Last episode, we looked at a conversation that needed some improvement to make the communication better. A couple had well intentions, just hadn't thought through how the conversation might work out. Of course, all conversations cannot be thought through prior to having the conversation. Some can. You know, there will be times when you need to talk with someone about a topic and you think it through prior to having the conversation? You may have heard someone even say after a conversation or situation is over, I didn't see that going that way. Hmm. You may have also seen in some movies how one scene goes in several directions while the person in the scene tries to decide which direction is best. That could be you prior to having an important conversation. There you are trying to walk through the conversation in your head prior to it taking place. We won't know the future or how the conversation ends. However, we can be prepared with the tools to get us through our next conversation with good communication. Today, we will look at ways that can help a conversation be a better conversation. To make that happen, we look at the responsibilities of the speaker or sender during family communication. We will build on some areas we talked about in episode five, although they were not labeled as responsibility. The sender or speaker has a message for the receiver or listener, and that message will be given in a conversation. In no particular order, one responsibility of the speaker is to mention the topic and ask if now is a good time to discuss that topic or would another time work better. Now may be good, but in case it is not, the speaker and the receiver or listener can agree on another time. In addition, it is a good idea for the speaker to ask the receiver or listener about a place to discuss the topic and work out the time and place together. Showing a little consideration for the other person goes a long way. Some conversations will not need a time and place determined. The conversation can take place right then. It might require a yes or a no without a long drawn out conversation. Listen closely for agreement to end the conversation. And what do you know? That conversation is over. 
Moving on to the second responsibility as the speaker, now that the topic, the time, and the place is known, it must be recognized that the speaker is the person who starts the conversation. The speaker decided on the topic. This person should be clear when speaking. Are you mumbling when speaking? Do you speak with your hand over your mouth? Be sure to pronounce your words clearly. Check if noise is in the area. And if it is, remove it. Is there a wall between you and the other person? Or is the other person down the hall or in the bathroom? Sit next to each other on the sofa or at a table facing each other to allow each person to be heard. Be wherever you and the other person, the listener or receiver, are comfortable. Ensure the receiver or listener can hear. No noise like the TV is on. Your cell phone keeps ringing or making noises. Maybe if the other person wears a hearing aid, you may need to move closer. These are things to consider. And since the speaker has initiated the conversation, the speaker takes responsibility. I mentioned hearing and listening. I wanted to add a point now. Hearing is different from listening. Hearing is sound, entering the eardrum. Sound like a dog barking. The bark is the sound you hear. And when you hear the bark sound, you can distinguish the dog bark from a baby crying sound. When in a conversation, the sound you hear is the speaker's voice. To have a conversation, the receiver or listener needs to hear the speaker's voice the sound. That is hearing. See the show notes for a link to the National Institute on Deafness and other communication disorders article on how do we hear. This link shows how the ear works to get sound to the brain for the sound to be understood. The link will show the outer ear, which is the part we can touch of the ear. So sound waves enter into the outer ear. They travel to the middle ear and continues to the inner ear, where a signal goes to the brain, which turns into a signal we can recognize. What we recognize to be a dog bark, a baby crying, or the voice of the speaker in our conversation. We need to hear the voice to understand the conversation. And we also need to remove the unwanted sounds that prevent hearing 
the voice, which is why removing unwanted sounds is a responsibility of the speaker. On the other hand, listening is totally different from hearing. Listening is paying attention, being attentive, doing things like nodding, using good eye contact, which is a good indicator listening is taking place. We'll talk more on listening in upcoming episodes. I want to be clear on the difference between hearing and listening. They are not the same. Now that we talked some on hearing and listening, Hopefully knowing the difference will help with locating a good place to have a conversation. You may be able to think of other places that would work to allow for a good conversation and being able to hear and listen. I've given you a few uh, things to think about as far as a comfortable place to be, like the couch, at the dining room table, or other quiet place. You may have others. Okay, so you started the conversation. Another responsibility of the speaker is to maintain good eye contact. That's right, you the speaker should maintain eye contact. Not stare the other person down or give them the I don't trust you look but be genuine, friendly, and loving. Many conversations are friendly. Some will not be. As a couple, you may know each other well enough and can hold good eye contact. You may know the other person well enough to know their eye contact is not as strong as yours. Work with the person. They may be doing the best they can. Give the receiver or listener the benefit of the doubt. At least they are trying. Eye contact may be hard to maintain for some people. It does take practice. Here's something the two of you can practice outside a conversation. One evening, say, let's practice our eye contact. Set a timer for one minute and see if you both can look each other in the eye for up to a minute. Or who can hold eye contact the longest during that minute? It's fun and brings lots of laughter and it helps with eye contact. The next responsibility is paying attention to your facial expressions. Do you raise your eyebrows? Do you frown, roll your eyes, twist your mouth in a certain way? These fall into nonverbal communication, which we talked about earlier. When you raise your eyebrows during the conversation, you might not realize you're doing it. It may look like you are questioning the other person without asking a question, which might cause an issue during the conversation. Not only watch your nonverbals, 
you watch the other persons as well. Are they following you? Did they get lost along the way? Do they look confused? If they do, you need to repeat your point. Do you frown? Think about what that could mean to the other person. Sometimes your face shows more than you know. And think about rolling your eyes and twisting your mouth and what that can mean to the receiver or listener. If any of these happen during the conversation, you can always ask, is there a question? If so, answer it and move on. There might not be a question, which means you're able to continue. All right, let's continue with the speaker's responsibility. As you speak, watch your tone, watch your volume, your rate or how fast or slow you speak and clarity. Now, let's go over all of those and we'll start with tone. Do you sound friendly? Are you using your normal voice? Do you sound impatient? To help keep your normal voice, smile some during the conversation to keep it friendly. Now, how about your volume when speaking? Is your voice too low? Is your voice getting louder? Are you yelling? Sometimes we don't know we're yelling. Remember you want to be understood. Yelling makes your words hard to understand. Yelling also makes it hard to speak clearly. When you yell, the other person will find it hard to hear. It's okay to ask, is my voice too low or too loud? You can say, you've been looking forward to having this conversation and you want it to go well. Adjust yourself as needed. Be considerate. What about your rate or speed of speaking? Some people speak at a faster rate than others, and some speak at a slower rate. If people often tell you to slow down, you probably speak at a faster rate, while others speak much slower than you might expect. Adjust to the listener so they can understand you when you speak. It's okay to ask the listener to let you know if you speak too fast or too slow. Then adjust your speed. Finally, clarity. I mentioned earlier to speak clearly. Pronounce each word as clear as you can. Make complete sentences. After all, you want the listener to understand your statements, your comments, your sentences to give the listener what they need to reply. At times, you may need to repeat yourself. Do so. That may be all the listener needed to understand your point. And as we come to the end today, we have looked at the responsibilities of the speaker or sender during family communications. 
we talked about establishing the topic, the place, the time, keeping good eye contact, watching your facial expressions, being aware of your voice, the tone, the volume, the rate, and are you being clear? We also talked about the difference between hearing and listening. We covered a lot today. <laughs> In our next episode, we'll talk more about the listener's responsibilities. What is active listening and how empathy plays an important part in the entire conversation. In each episode, I hope to help couples and families be strengthened, empowered, and unified within the family unit through better communication skills. If you have a conversation that went wrong and want to share it, send it through email. Your conversation may be selected in an upcoming episode for discussion. What kind of relationships would we have without communication? Also, please take a moment to share this podcast with a family member or friend. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care of yourself and your family. Just to reiterate, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professionals.